Hi there, this is the Mental Remix Podcast, your go-to conversation on all things mental health, personal development, mindfulness, and arts therapy. Music will be the healer and the filler during these conversations. This podcast seeks to target all the unique situations that we face as people of color every day. While we hope you'll enjoy listening to this podcast, it is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health practitioner. My name is Vicky, spelled V-E-E-Q-I. And I am Jackie Nkosi. Thank you for listening. Hi, it's the seventh episode of the Mental Remix podcast. And today, just like we got a major guest today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we're calling him Sia right now, but you guys know him as Slicker mm-hmm. from Slicker on Life, yeah. from Slicker, from Squatter Camp, like, and now from, from all these other shows happening on Channel O, hey? Balcony Interviews. Hey. I actually caught it last night and it was quite touching, oh, but yeah. I think we'll unpack that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. No, props, props on the channel, all gig, man. Yeah, yeah, that's, thank you. That's thank quite you. something. That is quite something. Sure, where do we start? I think, like, your per- you, what you're doing right now with Slick on Life yeah. is kind of like therapy for these artists. If you could help us understand, where did it start, the vision for Slick on Life? Where did it come from? I mean, really, um, that... Particularly the interview, I was talking about it this morning with MT mm. that we did last night. I was saying, you know, that's really why I really wanted to do this. You yeah. know, um, to put people in a space where they're comfortable um, and really show their vulnerabilities and um, and also um, make them feel like, you know, um, they aren't alone. And it's not the first time it's happening mm. to them. Yeah. You know, um, we've seen it, I've seen it in our personal capacity with some of our other peers. Um, just because we're here doesn't mean that we don't un- understand what they're experiencing. I mean, if it happened to me, that means that it, you one can always overcome. So mm. you, you, you want to try always show that show that faith that, you know, I get where you're coming from, um, but you can always overcome because, you know, we also had to overcome some of the things that yeah. like, uh, happened in our lives because... In any in any instance where the volume of 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 of, um, of things or occurrences, the volume of um, great occurrences happen in an imbalance of mm. bad occurrences. Yeah. Um, you you get comfortable with that volume of good occurrences, mm, and exactly. immediately when there's one thing that you makes you uncomfortable, you off. Yeah. yeah, you know. So I think um, success, fame, money, um, especially for where a lot of us come from and a lot of the artists comes from it comes with volumes of of um of things that you kind of can't almost wrap your mind around and sure. believe that yeah. that they're actually happening to you yeah you know now personally if you were to speak on your journey i mean you you blew up i feel like you started in this music industry around how old were you 19 or so even younger probably <laughs> how was it for you though like adjusting to that sudden fame and people yeah. knowing who you well, are 1920 maybe 20 yeah um i never i've never been a part of the fame i've always um when you're in it you don't know it mm. you know um you don't know how much you're impacting people's lives sure. because yeah. um you are so consumed in it and i think that's when you honestly in it for being in it because it's really what you want to do yeah um it's just that then um, when you start realizing it, it's then people put certain expectations on you. Right. You know, so um, you could have done it and kept doing it, but then mm. people start having certain expectations. Mm. Um, people start putting you on a certain pedestals that you never knew how the hell could you put me there. I just make a song, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And thank God I get paid for it also, you know? Yeah. So um, then life becomes a trick of trying to understand why they put you in those is it your money? Is it your car? Yeah. Is it who you with? So it starts becoming that whole circle of you trying to find what, how are people putting you on the pedestal? Yeah. Except realizing that it's um it's just the thing that you loved. Mm-hmm. So you think it's everything outside and you never look inside, you know. So um 
So that journey of thinking it's everything outside takes a lot from you yeah. Yeah. and it extends for a long time, you know, um, where you, where you, where like, you know, it, if it's, if let's say it's girls go, okay, maybe I need to be with this girl mm. or that girl. If let's say it's cars, it's that. So it's exactly. not like a thing that it's once it extends because yeah. you keep on looking outside for these things yeah. so you can feel that, oh, so I do earn to yeah. be in that mm. yeah. kind of conversation when, um, that they put you in. Yeah, so you know, because now you're trying to validate why you should Ooh, be in that right. conversation. When, um, when the truth of it is that it was just you being inside your corner and creating, mm. and that energy of your creation reached so many people, but you can't control where people put you in their heads. Sure, and, and part of these pedestals that people put you on is also things that some people are so powerful that. They create tangible things that are like those kind of pedestals. Mm. So like, you know, is it an award? Is it this? Mm. You know? So mm. all those things are also imaginary things of rewards that people kinda yes. kinda hand over to you. And um and so you keep on asking yourself, what is it? Is it the car? Is it this? Is the money? Is it and, and and it's none of it. But a lot of guys go through the rut of thinking that it's one of those or yeah. some of those yeah. or many of those or a collection of those. And so in the so when you get in your car, you're thinking of that. When you get into yeah. when you get when you're out there with your friends or whatever, you think is that when it's time to spend money, you so mm. there's almost like a pocket of that thought in almost every interaction you oh, have, definitely. and you never rest. It's as mm. if it starts defining you. So you're kind of like, okay, yeah. I need to keep up with this. I need to keep mm. up with this. And I, I can imagine um, there's so many elements that I feel like are being tested constantly. From your identity, your value system, um, and you, you constantly also have to be putting up or, or keeping mm. up appearances. Mm. How how would you say you, you strike that balance of figuring out, this is who I am, but now what I'm being told to do is not aligned with my being, and, yeah. and what I feel is, is who I am? I think, you know, um, I w I'm, I'm not trying to say that, I'm not trying to say that I figured it out. Mm. It's still, even till this day, you sure. know, um, it's like, Oh, congratulations, you guys just did the channel load thing. It's like, I need to kind of like also kind of bring, what does that mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, when someone congratulations, what does it mean? Because all I know, I've been working on this for, for you know. Yeah. So I can't really kind of go, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's, it's, it's that thing. So I always have to go back. Something that I keep talking to about even here where we work is that, you know, um, we all in this triangle of 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 conflict mm -hmm. you know it's the conflict of um of of expectation need and want right mm -hmm. you know what i mean so in so in the in in this triangle is conflict you know so immediately when you go to need you know this is what you need to get by yeah. mm -hmm. you know this is what you want to literally like get your mind off what you need to yeah. get by you know yeah. what i mean yeah these are the expectations from what you have told the people who are giving you what you need mm. to get to, you know? Yeah. So you get interrupted by your wants because, mm. you know, I'm at work, but I want to little take a break and, and I want to, I want to, I want to like travel. I want to, I want to yeah. get on my phone. I want to, you know, I want to do all these things, but those are the things that I don't really need. Right. Yes. So, um, in the end, you know, the, the expectation of, whether of yourself mm. or whoever you say that this is what you can do, yeah. literally gets conflicted, right? Because um, your wants keep on your 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 wants keep on interrupting your needs. Yeah, definitely. So then that conflict literally moves from um, it's an internal conflict mm. where by mm. the time it reaches me, because I'm expecting you to come at number mm. hundred, sure. but you come at number seventy. Already we have a conflict yeah. and that's how external conflicts are created mm. because of that, you know. So external conflicts will never be created if they know internal conflicts with yourself, mm. sure. with your needs and your wants, you know. That is so true. Um, I've got a question more towards how you balance your life. I know you said, you know, it's an ongoing mm. process, mm. but when your shoulders get heavy, um, mm. how do you keep your, how do you keep slicker? balanced, grounded, centered, how do you go about that when things are getting all over the place? I do a lot, I meditate a lot, I pray a lot. Oh, yeah? um, 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 do you go for therapy? No, you know, okay. um, um, and not like, no. Nah, like, yeah, like, nah, yeah. it's not cool nah, for me. Nah. <laughs> I was watching a Joe Budden interview, he was, yeah. he was interviewing B.O.B. and he asked yeah. him like, do you yeah. go for therapy? Yeah. He immediately got defensive, like, do I look like I need to go for therapy? And yeah. it's like, 
Yeah. No, it's not like yeah. it's not like nah, like nah. But it's like um um. You know, I'm 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 a I'm a little bit more. I believe you know I, I've 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 overcome a lot of things. Mm. Sure. And um, and I'm also very true to the fact that nothing in the world exists. Mm. You know, um, that I, I'm I'm humble enough, and I try to humble myself to go that I'm a medium. You know, mm. and um, all I am is really a piece of meat. You know, mm. um, and with it being that piece of meat, you know, my job is to is to I've I've got a gift that's able to reach people when I speak, yeah. when I use my mind, when yes. I work. Mm. But those things are not who I am. I'm still a piece of meat. Yeah. So I literally try to ground myself to the simple fact that I am a piece of meat. Okay. Mm. So I literally ask for that guidance. So I don't allow anything, including this or whatever, to own me. You yeah. know, I, I literally always go, what else do I have to give? Yeah. I'm actually like looking to dig. I'm, I'm I, I pray for guidance. You yeah. know, yeah. I pray for not being attached to um to um to things that I I could have felt like I would never be able to achieve this. Yeah, but sure. look, I got it. You yeah. know, and I also try not develop concepts of how things would feel like. You know, when immediately mm. when my mind starts going, now imagine now you're doing this and yeah. you got that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. You know, when I start daydreaming. I kind of bring myself back, you yeah. know, and I go, mm-mm. So even daydreaming takes you further from it, mm. and it makes you lose the experience. So I literally consistently try to put my mind, control my mind, you know. Okay. Um, and it's really is that. It's like just trying to control your mind sure. um, to what's happening right now, yeah. to your thoughts, yeah. to yeah. when yeah. something disheartening or something t making you feel like I can't yeah. work anymore comes in your mind, you're able to kind of go, Wait, 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 what's making that yeah. come? Like, yeah. this morning was that time of day where I kind of... And then I realized that, you know, let me take a break. What is it I need? I, I feel a bit hungry. Sure. Maybe I'm cranky and it's You're the crankiness hungry. is... Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's kind of prodding, kind of like maybe making, like, kind of, like now, encroaching on the work my work mind yeah. and this hardening and discouraging or making me so out and I had to, and I started eating and once I came back from eating it felt like I was refreshed I opened yeah. up my emails and I saw them differently mm. and the work that I needed to do and I, I saw it differently so it's also like being um being able to identify when you need to say stop yeah mm. you know what I mean but like I think a lot of us don't know when to identify when to say stop sure. um um, and so we do get frustrated and we put in so much work, but we don't get a lot of results yeah, also, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so that literally also frustrates us. Mm -hmm. So you got to just know when to stop and, um, and you got to know exactly what's, what's happening around you. Yeah. I mean, I'm in this office here. There's so much happening. Mm -hmm. There's yes. so many people <laughs> inside here. And, um, like I, I, I literally kind of like, like just have faith that like, I literally go, it wouldn't yeah. be happening if yeah. it shouldn't be happening. Yeah, that's you know? true. So I give in to that. Mm -hmm. And then I, I let the people, um, and I believe that everyone has a purpose, so I let the people take yeah. their power. Sure. The and I hope that feature. they don't conflict, they're not in conflict mm -hmm. with why they're here and everything mm -hmm. else. So you live a lot on faith. Yeah. It sounds like you live a lot on faith and you try to not... Be in control of everything. You just let everything let take it its flow. course, and you just say, "I've done what I could, and your I trust that people will do." Yeah, your things are gonna come to you. Sure, sure. Your things are gonna come to you, and um, so be careful of. Um, I'm always saying, imagine you, you, your whole life, you're supposed to be a cleaner. Mm. Yeah, and all you keep on doing is trying to be a doctor. Mm. Um, you, 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 your, your whole task is to serve, and I say. Well, a doctor serves too, but your whole task is to serve on a certain level. Mm. But you keep on fighting to be yeah. Like yeah. a doctor because you saw what a doctor does. Yeah. So you don't work on your cleaning. Mm. So because you feel that I can't move in, mm. a, in this cleaning world. Yeah. But you don't know that like in, if you literally sit and be the best cleaner, yeah. you're going to meet someone who goes, hey... I've got a cleaning company and you're so committed and I can trust you right. with it. Don't you want to be a manager? Sure. Or like with what's happening in the world, you're looking for a black partner or, you know, yeah. or literally like you could lead your own people to a certain extent where everyone else looks up to you in that cleaning space and they go, yo, man, 
why don't you start your own thing? Because exactly. we're tired of us. Yeah. So, you know, it's almost like, you know, you also got to accept, um, um, you got to accept your ugly. Mm. Because in your ugly, there's beauty. Sure. Full. Is that a thing? There's beauty. There's beauty. beauty. There's beauty. <laughs> yeah. you know, so you got to accept your ugly. Yeah. And yeah. My thing, my acceptance of my ugly was that I am, um, I am, um, I'm not like this big, um, I'm not an academic, mm. you know. Um, I'm not that guy who who knows how to look at science and goes zzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
it's so easy to get on your phone and just be like, okay, the people want this, the people want music, I'm trending, yeah. or whatever. And they're demanding this of you. And you have to live to that expectation. Yes. We spoke about this earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, w- what I keep seeing on, on, on television and keep hearing on radio is that artists never really get a chance to regulate and process their emotions. Yeah. And that's why they resort to things like um, Al- alcoholism alcohol or other addictions yes. to help drown their sorrows and to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I think you also touched on this um, in your interview mm-hmm. that I watched last night. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, but that's the volume of positivity, you know. Um, yeah. Remember, every artist doesn't get, like, complimented in the beginning. Mm. I mean, how many artists literally have to get no's for them to be acknowledged? Yeah. My engineer, he, he's trying to get acknowledged. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You we'll, know, he, we'll give him a thumbs up. He, he's a rapper, you know, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's part of his journey yeah. to get a, yeah, we're going to check you. We're going to check you. We're yeah. going to check you. Yeah. But I think what happens is that immediately when you get checked, mm-hmm. you have that, I never saw myself being checked like this. Yeah. So I, I love this feeling. I don't want mm-hmm. this feeling to stop. Yeah. You know, so you fall in love with the concept of being checked yeah. instead of the concept of I create. Yes. And when it, when they check, when they see it, they see it, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I think um, that's the thing, you know. Um, artists start like romanticizing and falling in love with the concept of being checked, mm-hmm. and I think that's really the, the everyone's problem. Everyone gets like falls in love with the concepts, like a girl in the hood who literally is always told she's hot, you know. Mm-hmm. She starts walking a certain way, yeah. yeah. you know. And even when she's not gonna be called, sure. she's walking that way yeah. because it's like. I, I know to. they're going to call them and ignore. And she starts working <laughs> like she's like a pigeon, you know, because she knows what time it is. Yeah. And when her brother calls her, she's like, just goes, but you know, yeah. she's gotten used to being checked, you know, yeah. so many times. Yeah. So the time that they're not checking her, she's still walking like a pigeon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still walking like a pigeon, like on some, mm, mm. Mm. but you know, it, it's, it's, so, so, the, so, so, you know, the, the, the concept of being checked starts becoming involuntary in your yeah. head. You, where if you're not controlling how you're thinking, you start th- you start thinking it's normal to be checked. Yeah. Like you start thinking it's normal to be loved. Mm. You start thinking it's normal to be appreciated. Yeah. Sure. You start thinking it's normal to sell so many records. Mm. It's so make so much money. Yeah. Mm. You know. But so when you start thinking it's normal, that's when it starts becoming a problem, and that's when you also kind of even your gratitude is not authentic anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all those things, and immediately when they switch, it's as if like you don't know any other life. Yeah. So for me, I always have to tap back to the fact that I always knew I was an I was I was a I was an outcast to a certain extent, where I'm a social outcast, where um, I always created my world, and mm-hmm. and you were either in my world, or you were not, but I wasn't trying to be in people's world, and yeah. so to a certain extent. I accepted my social outcastness, and there would be no slick on life if I literally never accepted my social outcastness, because I'd still be trying to do step up, step out, or jam alley, or whatever, yeah. because so I can be in a normal, sure. conventional sure. television or yeah. media space, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, this is almost like being an outcast is the most comfortable space I'm in, yeah. because I accepted my ugly, mm. you know, while other people... I use example like a guy like Prover, maybe like Sizwetlom, they thrive in a space where they are where where they accept it. Mm. Where people like um give them the job and then they do a great job themselves yes. and they loved by, by by people. So I mean and it's, it's it's but they can still also build things on the side. I'm just saying that like I am not like a, a clean cut person sure. like that. You yeah. know, I'm sure. I'm like a I'm like a diamond in the rough, so mm. I literally have to take that rough and, and make polish it something it. And, and, and polish it myself. No one is coming to polish my rough, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much what it is, and that's acceptance. So I could sit here and look at Proverb, look at Caesar, look at all those guys, mm. and ah, oh, fuck those guys, you know, they're always getting jobs. Mm. Guys, I could look at guys on, on, on air, because yeah. it's not like I've never sent a demo to radio. It's not like, you know, I've done all those things, yeah. right? Yeah. But... um. And they promised, but they never happened. Yeah. And so I could look at everyone else that gets a job and go, oh, those guys, those guys. But I realized that like, I'm not cut to be in this place and yeah. this space. And the sooner I realized that, 
I built my own thing where it could be a podcast, it could be video. Mm. It's on. T- I mean, we're on television with our own rules. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's um, it's that thing. It's accepting my ugly. So people might think that yeah, you could have been here, but like no, I sent my I sent my demo to Metro FM. You know what I mean? Mm. I sent my demo to YFM. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I was rejected yeah. straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, so maybe that's not my place and and. When I listen to how well these other guys do their thing on radio, I keep feeling like, oh, well, yeah, maybe it is not my place. Yeah. You know, those guys are really good at what they do. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm good at whatever I'm doing. I don't know what the hell it is. So you say, you say your demos were rejected at, at Metro. Why? Um, is that the reason why you chose to take a step back from being the rapper? Just to kind of... Nah, I just... I just... Um, I just... Um, I just got tired of the industry anyway. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got tired of the industry and um and um it always felt like they had their rules and I had my rules. Mm. It always felt like they had their perspective and I had my perspective. And they wanted to dictate to you. No, no. I mean you wanna work in the field. You gotta yeah. you gotta play it's with their rules. rules. You know what I mean? That's um true. and and I had to find it in myself to go. So what's the difference between me and them? Mm. You yeah. know, oh, they big, they got money, mm. they got this. Mm. But like, it's still rules that could have been made by man. Mm. So, who is man? Yeah, who is man? And yeah. I am one too. Sure. So what if I made my rules? Yeah. You know, um, it's not gonna be easy. Mm. But um, but um, but it will. It seems like it's the path I need to take. Yeah. Um, and I keep saying this. I said it to my son before. I said that. You, they, there's a lot of things that happen in the world. There's everything in the world, but sometimes there's nothing for you. Mm-hmm. And sure. and I think that is a, that is a, that's my story. Yeah. There's everything in the world, but there's not. There's always nothing for me yeah. until I create it. Sure, wow, that's very powerful. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my son said too. Oh wow, he said it's deep. It's yeah, deep. that's yeah, that's, that's that is really, deep. That's deep. That's mm-hmm. that's really deep. Um, I actually also wanted to touch on this whole expectation topic, because mm. I feel like we continue to lose a lot of artists because we box them, we, we like you said, we put them on this pedestal. Yeah. And um, I, as a normal civilian with a nine-to-five job, maybe two side hustles or whatever, I still deal with so much. You get overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed. Yeah. And then I, I just try and put myself in what they could be going through. And I think, how do they do it? Yeah. Because there's just so much that's expected of you. And you still require to, to be creative. Yeah. But you still have people, like you're saying, giving you rules to play by, trying to box you in, trying to tell you how to dress, how to look, how to speak. And I, I, still, can't, I still can't fathom with the thought of that. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, um, here's an interesting thing they say. Mm. They say when you go into the wild, there's so many species of animals. Yeah, We're not even sure if we know whether we got all the plants and animal species yeah. Yeah. or not. Um, but whatever they do, they create the universe mm. in their own way. Yeah. So with that being said, you got to remember that we are actually... If you want to be a human being, you can be boxed as a human being. Yeah. Mm. But as an individual, you're a species. Mm. You know? Mm. And with that, you also have your place and your space to do things in the world and create. Yeah. Sure. So, unfortunately, you get lost in the human being box mm. instead of the species box. Mm. So, think about yourself, your whole, just yourself as a whole species. Not in the human species, yeah. Yeah. as a yeah. whole species. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you start seeing things like that, then everything starts becoming personalized. Yeah. Mm. Your self-identity. Yeah, then mm. output starts becoming personalized. Yeah. Mm. Then, like, um, even what, what resonates input also starts becoming personalized. Sure. Yes. Now, when you start connecting to those inputs and those outputs, that's when you actually start knowing what you're doing. The only thing is that because we coexist, mm. Yeah your input and output can affect other people. Mm. So if I'm sitting and my output is to write, no one wrote to Moya, mm. you know? Nemza started it, we built on it. Sure. You know, oh, wow. there's only two people that could have done that. Mm. 
mm-hmm. you know, than sure. clap song. You know, yeah. you know, you know there's only two people that could have done that. Sure. The producer, the co- there's yeah. only two. Yeah. And that's a song that touched so many people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So or, it. <laughs> yeah. So so when you think about it, as a species, that means that like my whole could have created something that touched so many lives. Mm-hmm. So we get so connected in the fact that in the in in the in how it touches people's lives. Mm. Yeah. When we need to be connected to the species and what it needs to create. Sure. You know, because there's only like there's only one slicker on life. Yeah. And even how it moves, there's only one of it here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So all of a sudden, just because it affects other people's lives, yeah. whatever. You start thinking that like it's how, yeah. but you I just keep focusing on the species that's creating, yeah. which is what else does the species need to create in its lifetime? Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, if I think about it, you know, you yes, you look within self identity is a huge factor, but then at the same time, you probably signed, you've got obligations to your record label. Mm. How do you navigate that and say, okay, this is who I am, but I'm expected to do this by the people who are paying me. I don't think record labels, I think record labels are are over um, glorified with regards to being the problem. Mm -hmm. I think people are the problem, Mm -hmm. you know. I think that, like, expectation, what people want to portray is the problem, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, You come in a recording label and you think that, like, this is what you get, but but like already you've come with the wrong expectation. Yeah. yeah. You came in at a hundred, they're moving at sixty. Mm. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time for you to see that. Yeah. That's how you came in. You know, I mean, y'all saw from the conversation with Empty. Empty came in at a hundred. You know, and the recording label literally like was coming at sixty or mm. vice versa. Yeah. And it was only a matter of time for the conflict to happen. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So who's wrong? Mm. That's true. You know, so. So you so wrong is no, relative. Yeah, yeah, it's wrong. Because then yeah. goes at the time I needed that though. Yeah. Even if they were coming at sixty, I had zero. Yeah. Right. So sixty was good enough. Yeah. But it was a matter of time for me to literally like he overtook them. To to go over sixty yeah. and go, wait a minute, this is not what I want for yeah, my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you don't turn around and be mad at them. Mm. You look at the conflict within yourself and how you ended up being mm. there. You know, so a lot of us, we, we fail to always look within. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was in an Uber, I almost got hit this morning. And it, it is a thought that hit my mind, that, that literally like hit my mind, that the woman that was driving, instead of her apologizing, when the Uber came out, the guy from the Uber came out, she said, no, I never hit you. You know? And Very defensive. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was like, um, it wasn't, she never acknowledged that, Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, I never hit you. Mm. You know, so that's a simple example of self, like us failing. Mm. The default is not self-assessment. Yeah. The default is actually looking at, but what looking did they for someone do? Else right. What did they do? Yeah. You know, so so when you talk, when you talk that, that's just the Uber. Imagine them putting it in an industry where there's so many eyes and so many ears. Mm. Then it looks like, yo, yeah. it's the label. Or, yeah. But it's it, it's all that that circle of need, sure. want, expectation. Sure. Do you think we are a society that lacks self awareness, or are we just uneducated on this? I think that we we we, we are trained to be numb, mm. because the more numb we become, the more we consume. Sure. You know, it's like consumerism. The more you're not thinking of what you're doing, ah. you know, the more you, the more you buy things, you know, mm. the more you eat things, you, yes. know, you know, when you're not thinking of how, you know, I'm actually full now. Yeah. You know, I'm not thinking about that. You yeah. know, the more you think of what you drink, so the more we, 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 we are, we are taught not to think or the more I thought, I think that what marketing does, it navigates your thinking. Yeah. It cons- it consistently triggers you to think of a message from outside. Mm-hmm. Television consist- consistently triggers you to think of a message from outside. Radio. Con- so th- so essentially you are consistently triggered to think of messages from outside yeah. so you cannot depend on your messages from inside. 
Do you know what I mean? Disconnect. Yeah. 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 Not even disconnect. It almost becomes a you don't know how to start depending on messages Mm. from inside. Because they've been triggering all these messages from Mm. outside in everything you do. Mm. So you start becoming almost like unable to trigger messages from inside. And it becomes difficult. Because first off the bat, if Mm. you let's say during the holidays, just like well, even now when we come back here. When you're driving on the freeway, you see the headline. Yeah. I mean, well, this weekend we 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 did a team building in a, in Paris, and you know, Paris is Paris. As we drive drive into Joburg, there's a billboard mm. yeah. of advertising. There's a headline on the streets. We come back on a Sunday. Immediately, what they've done, all the messaging that we had in yeah our internal messaging in in that in that little oasis of 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 green grass and water yeah. and ever all that stuff <laughs> literally where there was no other messaging yeah. maybe even when you look down you could just think it was your yeah. thoughts mm. now you're walking into the city where there's a big vans billboard mm. there's a big surf billboard then there's head so like so, so so almost like now they chipping away yeah. your independent yeah. thinking yeah. because they literally sending you all these messages yeah. which is called marketing or it's called headlines mm. or it's called um Oh, it's called whatever it's called, yeah. you know what I mean? Street signs even, you know? So they're chipping away all your internal messaging because you're starting to get all this messaging. And yeah. by the time you get home, you, you don't even know what you were thinking. Then you switch on your TV and there's more messages sure. that are not coming from your in- mm, that yeah. are not coming from inside. So you can already see that human beings hardly have any internal messaging. Yeah. So that's why we don't have any any kind of independence of yeah. like self what we asked you asked me like do we do i feel like we are we lack self-awareness or, yeah. yeah that's why we don't have self-awareness because we haven't we literally like an environment especially when you're in the city that encourage mm. that encourages to not be aware right. um, mm-hmm. um of what we want to be sure. they encourage us to be aware of what they want us to be aware of yeah because that's how you drive consumption sure yeah. And what you just said now reminded me of something you said yesterday to, to MT in that interview that you don't read or watch the news. So how do you actually unplug? How do you... Me? Yeah. How do you unplug from all this noise as you just described to us now? I mean, like, you know, when I'm in meetings, I have my phone down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the irony. <laughs> um, I upside down, sorry. When I... When I'm in presentations, okay. uh, by the time I'm in presentations, yes. these are ideas I wrote because it was my independent thinking. Sure. So now I'm trying to sell my independent thinking, mm. you know. Um, and um, so, so you know, I, I, I literally like, um, uh, I'm, I also like live in a place where I, it's pretty chill, you know. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, it's a, bunch of birds you know and shit stuff so <laughs> nature is great for connecting yeah. it's really yeah. great i mean the whole story of nature is that like um you know this is the mistake about human beings mm. yeah we are nature yeah exactly yeah. but the thing is that like we have built over nature yeah things that are not nature yeah. sure so imagine you are nature and you are reciprocating off a cement Mm. Or you're reciprocating of pavement. Mm. You're reciprocating of walls. Right. You're not reciprocating of trees. Yeah. You're not reciprocating yeah. of, of, of water. Yeah. You know, like you, yeah. So all those things, literally, when you're reciprocating of walls, it's hard for you to literally like, kind of like find yourself. Right. Yeah. right. That's why when you go to a place where there's a bunch of nature, yeah. you start recipro- it's almost like you're with your family. Yeah. Yes. So nature, literally, you start reciprocating the air, the, the, the water, the... So the thing is that, like you know, part of 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 people being in a city and 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 being so called progressive and civilized mm. is is that you need to be disconnected mm. from the connection of nature. Yeah. You know what I mean. So the city is literally like almost like in my view, uh, unplugging you from nature. Mm. Yeah. So you could actually like um become everything the city tells you to become yes. so you can go wild and go crazy and, and 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 do all these things that are that are that that are not considerate mm-hmm. and that's why they say you know there's no love in the city yeah. you know that's yeah. not a mistake that you know true. um there's no love in the city because you can how are you going to reciprocate love when you on the cement and the yeah. pavement the right. guys you meet the girls you meet yeah. 
There's no love in the city. Right. Everything is just to build more walls for the city. Mm. You want more money so you can get a stronger car, mm. a bigger car, yeah. so mm -hmm. you can have more metal around yeah. you. You yeah. know what I mean? You and want more money so you go. can have a bigger house, yeah. so you can have more cement mm. around you. You know what yeah. I mean? You're literally building all these things. You want to get more clothes around you, mm. fancy more clothes. Chains. More chains. Mm. So, so, you know, you're building all these things that don't reciprocate right. anything. Yeah. And that's why there's no love in the city. Mm. And the city is just like, it's, it's just to, it's, to it's, it's the journey to just disconnect without us even knowing. Sure. And then go to nature. And all of a sudden, you start finding this peace. Mm. Yeah. Because you know what? That's where, you're, that's where life really yeah. is. You are part of that. Yeah. So you can almost, you know, when you watch movies and they go, there's another world and the future world. Yeah. Yo, this is this. Uh, we've built another world mm. yeah. on top of the world. Mm. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know, I... And sorry, and that for me, that, that literally brings back that whole depression thing because yeah. because when you are not connected yes, to nature to right. the source yeah when you're not connected to the yeah. source it's like if you if you grow up and you never know your mother you yeah. never know your father mm. you're consistently in search yeah. mm. now when you're not cons when you're, you're not vulnerable. connected to the source yeah. you literally like always like think that that's the right thing that's the right, right. thing i'm gonna mm. do yoga today i'm gonna do pilates mm. today I'm going to do karate today. I'm going to go to the gym today. Yeah. You're doing all these things yeah. because you're trying to find this thing. Oh, I need more money. Because yeah. it's not even though these things have been positioned as things to help you find yourself. Yes. You consistently, but you do all of them because you're thinking that you because yes. no none of them have really answered mm. that thing exactly but go so out to searching yeah yeah but go to yeah. nature for a weekend and you're like oh okay I feel refreshed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm actually glad you brought it back to the depression because I'm like looking at what you've built here. Okay, we didn't we didn't mention this, guys. We're in the slick on live studios right now recording there. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is quite an operation you've got running here. Yeah. And I feel like you've become such a great voice in South African hip hop. Mm. You are well esteemed. Everybody looks to you. Do you see yourself, do you see slick on live? more of a role within the industry in helping musicians tackle these mental issues that they they face because I see like mental health is a, is a topic that's close to your heart mm -hmm. do you see the brand finding other ways to assist them you know I said it earlier on yeah I just take the guy I tell you take lead mm. yeah you know I whatever whatever the, when the universe says it's time to do this yeah yeah I follow. Yeah. Yeah. I try to listen not only to my voice, but like I try to listen to the voices that also speak to mm. me, that are connected to me in nature, in the yeah. universe from, you know, you, you know, um, I don't know how close you guys are to your parents, but how many similar things to your parents that you see yourself, that, yeah. that they do that you, mm. yeah. now, how many things do your parents do that are similar to they parents yeah how many things do your grandparents do that was similar to their parents yeah. how many similar now when you keep on going back mm -hmm. you start seeing that it keeps being the same person that yeah. keeps coming back mm -hmm. yeah the only thing that they keep coming back in a new world mm -hmm. is it more developed mm -hmm. so your parents might have been like around the time when our date was new whatever whatever your grandparents might have been in a place where Aberdeen was just really, really rife. Yeah. And then their parents might have been in a time where they were in a farm. Now, when we say that, like, um, when we say that we disconnected as people, we mm. say we 200 years disconnected. At least sure. that's what I say. I say, you know, if we were moved into the city at least 100 years ago, yeah. our grandparents, yeah. you must know that our grandparents, great-grandparents knew how to interact when they needed food mm. in a rural place. They knew how to interact if there was a dispute yeah. between a tribe or yes. between a wife or between a child or mm. between they knew how to how to how to how to how to trade they knew how to make food they knew not only did they know themselves they knew how to navigate the environment mm. we move here a hundred years later and we don't know how to navigate the environment because mm. the economy is owned by who mm. you know and not knowing how to navigate the environment we don't know who we who historically we are yes. because you can't tell me why you want to talk about like um, the, the mental health or why you feel like um, 
this life, whatever life is like this, whether it's with boys, whether it's with life, you can't yeah. tell me how you feel certain things and react to them. Yeah. Yeah. But other people don't get that. Mm. But you see, your parents, we, we live in a place where our parents aren't, were never open and said, I know what you went through. I went through that. Because mm. yeah. they're, they're trying to always put themselves like they've always been good. Right. Exactly. You know? right. But your parents literally have gone through exactly what you've gone. Yeah. Or maybe sometimes they don't know that it's exactly that. It's just that now there's WhatsApp and there's internet. Exactly. They went through it it's, when like they just yeah. had SABC one, two, and three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and so you are repeating your parents. Absolutely. You are repeating your parents and your grandparents. You're repeating them in sins. You're repeating them in strengths. You're repeating them in gifts. Yeah. You know. We've actually spoken about. Yay. This. <laughs> yeah. So because you're repeating all these things. You gotta literally always realize that like your your energy will always react to certain things right. yeah. differently than everyone else mm. because it comes from your bloodline. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So mm. all these things literally talk to 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 um to the level of depression that we are at. Yes. Where we not only disconnected a hundred years from understanding how to navigate environments. Yeah that we literally developed and rules that we yeah. create. Yeah. Yeah. We actually 100 years from also like understanding how to navigate the rules of the corporate world, mm. the rules yeah. of the of the tertiary, things mm. that like our grandparents never knew. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who were wise, wise men. Our yeah. grandparents never knew, right? Um, and great grandparents never knew. So we navigating this world, this new world that's been created, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and remember our grandparents were navigating nature. Mm. Yeah. If you look at Shaka Zulu stories, they were they were they were literally creating weapons and and healing yeah. through nature, yeah. right? Yeah. So they were navigating nature, so they literally respected nature, yeah. you know. So we are at a place where, like now, how do you navigate a building when it falls? Except just come with, oh, you gotta have the skills mm. to build. You gotta yeah. be an architect. Yeah. There's no emotion. There's no sentiment. Mm. There's yeah. no thinking. It's just the. Oh, the pe- imagine the people who are inside the building that you know. Mm. So everything of ours has become so skill driven and so what can you do mm. versus emotion and yeah. versus feeling intuition. versus listening yeah. versus yes. intuition. Yes. So you know when when we talk about this depression thing, we talk about people who haven't been trained mm. to listen. Mm. People who haven't been trained to have intuition. Mm. You know, and when they and whenever they try. And they fear it. They fear doing it. So, and that frustrates them because they fear. It's like when you standing on top of a building and they say jump, and you're like, uh, so mm-hmm. it's consistently that. So even when they go to therapy, they go to therapy, and therapy literally like goes. It's not even resistance. It's like okay, I get, but they, I still fear yeah. because mm-hmm. I've never been taught to listen to yeah. myself. I've sure. never been taught to have intuition, mm-hmm. and nothing in my this new world supports me to have that. Um, intuition, you know what I mean? Yeah. Without it saying that I need to pay it back mm. somehow, some way, you know? Yeah. So we are in trouble with regards to um, 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 us as, as human, yeah. black people specifically, because yes. um, we are, we are, we are, we're lacking community mm, and yeah, um, yeah. we're lacking, um, um, we're lacking emotion, we're lacking feeling. And um, we literally like so consumed in the messaging that comes from outside to a point where we're even fighting to be a part of that messaging. Yes. So I want to be seen yeah. like that poster yeah. there. You know yeah. what I mean? I think, though, to an extent, we kind of, we are in a kind of a bit of a effed up situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like we're in a good situation to be able to release some of these generational traumas that our great-grandparents might have faced. And and I, I, I go for therapy. My therapist is is a traditional healer as well. And she's helping me balance out these two journeys that I'm on. And I feel so many people, if they open up to it, they would be able to get to that point, you know, and 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 and, and be able to recognize what's happening, where am I going? This is my journey, you know. Well, I think that the first way to change your life, um, it's your parents. Yeah. Your parents need to tell you the truth about themselves. Right. Your parents need to tell you the truth about they ugly. Mm. 
I mean, they tell you the truth about they ugly. You go, oh shit, that's my ugly too. Yeah, mm. um, talked about. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> so, so your parents we had this need, conversation with you before. Yeah, yeah, like so, exactly what yeah. you're saying. So your parents need to tell you they ugly. Yeah, yeah. Because if your parents tell you they ugly, um, you can go as far as going and finding out your grandparents ugly. <laughs> because when you go, because you know every generation is. It's like me. I need to tell my son's uh, my ugly quickly, right. so yeah. my son can yeah. can identify. Oh, that's your yes. ugly, so yes. that's my ugly. Exactly. So how do I progress to make myself yeah. beautiful exactly. quicker? Yeah. So yes. by the time that like I get myself in this space of beauty, yeah. but this space of beauty becomes complacent. So mm. now it's ugly. Now I got to take it to the next level. Mm. Yeah. So mm. our job is to consistently create generations mm. to build the generation of. Of, of beauty yeah. so you can look at your life as mm. one piece mm. but if you look at your life as a chain your whole life as a chain the job of it is literally to make your 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 generational your generation your surname mm. and your, your your family yes. and everybody mm. as a whole beautiful mm. um i guess the best way is tunes you know what i mean so it's that type of thing where you 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 literally like um have to teach your kids you ugly. I mean, when I told my my son that like there's everything but there's nothing, you know, he literally showed me his iPad and he said, you know, look at my iPad. This is where I. This is where like I I, I literally connect and I make my world happen. I create here, you know, and um and and everything and everything I I I create is um is. This iPad gives me so power, it allows me to create, you know, no mm. one can stop me yet, you know. And I said to my son, I said, oh, that's crazy. Look, he was in my office. I said, well, well, look here. Um, you see what's happening there? And I pointed him at the, at the guys that are editing the videos. Yeah. I said, this is my world. Yeah. And I'm literally, this, I can do whatever I want here. Mm. And if, so immediately I tried to show him that in your small way, I'm doing this thing in right. this big way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he and then and then I was like because you know, the world also doesn't accept me, so I gotta create my own world. Mm -hmm. And that's when I told him that. And then he was like, "Oh damn, then you know that's deep." Because all of a sudden we were able to connect with each other um, on a level of, I just you see you're ugly, mm. yeah. I got that ugly too. Yeah. But look how big mine is. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. And um and 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 that's where I kind of. I try mm. to make him feel better mm. about him also being in his head sometimes because yeah. he's in his head. He creates, mm. he likes his own space. Yeah. So I try to make him feel better because I'm like, if you're feeling it, I'm also feeling it. And look at what it's done. Yeah. So some another kid could, could be like, yeah, this and someone's like, no, nah, just go play with other friends. Just be whatever, whatever. But I needed to show him that the power of being in your own space can mm. literally lead to this. Yeah. Now, if he is already know, knows that from the age of nine. Mm. Sure. And I literally only started knowing that from the age of thirty something. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah, we actually we actually spoke about this, and we said, I think that's why a lot of young people deal with or, or struggle with identity issues. Mm. It's because you live in this environment where, like you said, it's just structures and buildings, all the yeah. cement, and these um, social media, all these pressures, and it's just too much that you have to deal with. Mm. Whereas mm. perhaps for you to understand why you deal with so much or so many mental health issues, you need to understand, but what did my father go yeah. through? What yeah. did my grandfather go through? Exactly. And if you start asking those yeah. questions, that's when you're going to start yeah. you know, connecting the dots. Exactly. Like, that's exactly what I go through as yeah. well. Yeah. And I had a similar experience whereby... Um, I hated feeling the way that I was feeling and I did not understand it. And for me to actually unpack it and to get closer to it and to connect to it and to accept my ugly, I needed to go back and find out, but how was my dad like? Yeah. And when I started analyzing his patterns and the way that he behaves, that's mm. when I got to understand, well, that's similar to how I am. Mm. Yeah. And I got to deal with it much quicker and to get closer to my it's being empowering. much. Yeah. yeah. So mm. empowering. So no, definitely. Yeah. Because you see, the world sells a false image of everything looks beautiful. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But you know, um, you make everything beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's not beautiful from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. You make it beautiful. And it could be just beautiful only for you also. Mm. And that's okay also. And that's okay. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's not that person's beauty doesn't mean yeah. it's your it's beauty. Not, yeah. It's not valid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Sure. What a great What a time. good session. This is, this is great. This <laughs> yeah. is absolutely great. We enjoyed this chat yeah. with you. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up. Cool. If we were to ask, mm-hmm. final words, upcoming artist, anybody out there who's like, I want to break into this industry. It looks dark. It looks scary. Where do I start? Um, what would you advise them to do? Well, um, I think that like um, you gotta look at yourself as the industry, mm-hmm. and I say that now because it's uh, you. I've always said it in interviews, even in my prime. Yeah, I've always said the industry needs me. It's never mm-hmm. the other way around. Okay, mm-hmm. good. You gotta look at yourself as an industry. Yeah. Um, and you got to appreciate the 1, 10, 20, 30 people that love your stuff. Mm. Yeah. you got to speak to them and go, yo, push my stuff. Mm. Yeah. you got to ask them to literally, like, if you really feel it, then you'll share it. Mm. Do yeah. whatever. you got to invest in the people that are investing in you. Mm. You know? Um, once you start doing that, you know, you, you, you start building your own audience. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think everyone looks for a feature or looks for a, a call out or a feed or yeah. to be on the radio, television. Mm. But those you don't know those people. Yeah, look for the people that you know that are feeling your stuff and let them share. Let them share. We're in a world of social, and if they can share, yeah. it will grow. Yeah, you know. Um, but most importantly, do it like you're doing it for nothing. Mm. You know, mm. you know. I mean, once you're doing it for something. There's nothing in the world that will fulfill you. There's yeah. nothing outside. There's no material things that you can have a lot of and you'll be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You know, and you only learn that the more you the more you you uh, the more you, you you the more you get things. Yeah. You know, um so if if you if you can't, if, if you learn that, you know, e- quickly that like there's nothing there's nothing, you got to keep doing this thing like there's nothing else for you to do. Yeah. Sure. Um, we're rapping. I'm rapping now, doing my thing. It's not like I'm trying to go triple platinum or cripple mm. platinum. I'm just doing it. Mm. I'm here collecting rap music. I used to collect rap music as a kid. We now got a site that collects rap music mm. and does rap mm. stories, you know. I mean, I, I've always collected rap music yeah. as a default, you know, and being on these online sites. Everything I'm doing, I did it for free. Yeah. I mean, my first interviews were shot on my phone. I was doing it for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, do sure. it like you're doing it for nothing. I mean, in Squatter Camp, we were, before even Squatter Camp, we were recording, selling these tapes. We we're doing it for nothing. Mm-hmm. I've done it all for free before. Yeah. There's nothing that's paying me that's never been done for free. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never gotten anything where I got paid first, you know? Sure. So everything was done for free. Yeah. So I'm always making sure that like um I'm doing things that I know that like um even if like I don't get props or I don't get acknowledgement, yeah. I, I wanna do them because yeah. why it's my ugly. Mm. I'm doing my ugly. I gotta do, I gotta be open to doing yeah. my ugly for free. It's yeah. <laughs> for you. And people are so so disconnected from their ugly, they wanna get paid for their ugly. Mm. Sure. In the beginning. I'm like, yeah. yo. You know, ain't nobody going to pay you to be that ugly. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, um, everyone is literally is literally trying to find their beauty. So accept mm. your ugly and, 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 and do your ugly for free, but do it so well. Yeah. Do it so well that someone goes, oh, man, you know, yeah. I got to pay that because that ugly is just so beautiful, mm. you know. And, um, and that's what it is, you know. Um, that, for me, I believe will get you in, in, in rooms of uh, influential people, you know, mm. that will get you in rooms of people that can change your life, you know, mm. when you start accepting your ugly and yes. and, uh, and and you and, and you and you put it out there. It's yeah. like the most stupid example is like Miss Universe going there with Kavarar, you know what I mean? Mm. It's like um, you know, it's um, started a movement. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like it's it's like it's so ugly, you know, like that Lupita chick, you know, oh. yeah, you know. I mean, it's all these people who, like, um, um, could have said, I'm too dark, mm, yes. you know, my hair is not combed, you yeah. know, um, but they embrace their ugly, mm, yeah. and um, 
and they ugly became the trend and it became yeah. beautiful. And yeah. remember, beauty is also a, a concept. Yeah. You know, skinny yeah. girls literally like um um who said skinny girls are the girls to go to when all of a sudden you got big body girls yeah. and he's mm. got these slay queens like yeah. all these girls that had big booties who weren't the girls they weren't the playboy mm. type of girls like 20 years so yeah. you can already understand that mm. the concept of beauty keeps yeah. on moving yeah. right yeah. it's yeah. about who stands up and says which is which skinny girl stands up right. which fat girl stands up which girl yes. with caparata stands up yeah. you know yeah. and says fuck it you know yeah. i'm standing up for this and, yeah. I, and i'm not going to yeah. budge mm. so you can see that even everything that's beautiful mm. is literally is literally not true. Mm. It's really just created and we, we just made to believe it's beautiful. Sure. Yeah. Wow. You know? So how could you chase something that's really not even tangible? Mm. Yeah. And that's the problem with us. We chase things that are tangible. Mm. Exactly. The only thing that's tangible are your thoughts and mm. what you believe and the guy that you convince or the person that you yeah. may believe and that applies yeah. to music. So, you know, you know, you, you, you want to be the big artist who's got a big car, but that guy has got a whole lot of debt. You know, mm. you want the small artist that literally doesn't have that. He's making money, but he's not going to. He's got mm. cash all yes. the time, you know, because yeah. he's not in debt. So, you know, just be careful of, of, of what you wish for, you yeah. know, and, and what you pray for. Just like, be there and, and follow your guides, yeah. follow your guides, yes. follow your leads. Yeah. And, and, um, and remember, this music thing, this music thing is communication. Mm. This music thing is emotion. This yes. music thing is a feeling. Mm. You know, don't try. Don't try. If you're going to sell it, you know, don't try. If you're not feeling it, then... Don't fake it. Yeah, you know, no one is going to... If people don't buy into it, that means it's not true. Right. It's yeah. not who you are, yeah. you know? Um, it's another way. Music is exactly what you're feeling right now, mm. but someone puts it in a song and you go, that's what. Right, then, you, exactly. then you start yeah. singing it. No, yeah. Music is literally like the yeah. music is literally like the the soft version of our hard emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you cannot connect to the soft version of my hard emotions, mm. I'm not gonna be singing your song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. If you're just trying to be hard, 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 you gotta mm. I say if you think Eminem is a goddamn nerd, mm. you know, these rappers that battle in cyphers and curse their yeah. mothers. They literally have this stuff in their memories. Mm. They that's like like drama. It's Shakespeare. Yes. These guys are acting, you know. Mm. So you see them being aggressive, but all that is an act. Eminem, all, you cannot write like Eminem and not be a yeah. nerd, mm. yeah. and not be connected to something that literally just. And I'm using him because he's a ridiculous example of a guy where people go, he's like this, he's bad, but like mm. the way he writes, the way all that stuff is is highly emotional. Yeah. He's yeah. deeply yeah. in his yeah. emotions. You know what I mean? Hence, he was also in his own little drug thing situation, mm. relapsing mm. back and forth. Because mm. he's highly emotional. He's not hard. Mm. You know what I mean? So, so my thing is that connect to your emo. Mm. Connect to your emo because that's yeah. your ammo. You sure. know? And oh, wow. once you're out there, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. saying, because yeah. so, yeah. that's, how, that's how you right. build, that's how you build truth. Yeah. That's yeah, how people connect with you. Because yeah. people are looking for truth. People right. are looking for, oh, that's what you do. Oh, that's yeah. how yeah. you feel. Yeah. Or even if they're not people, oh, that's how you feel, you're a fool. Mm. You know, people connect as long as it's your truth. It don't yeah. matter whether it's a compliment yeah. or it's someone saying, sure. con- someone saying that it's whack. Mm. The point is that, like, truth is what people look for mm. so they can put you in a box and remember people think in boxes Mm -hmm. but don't allow your output to be in boxes Hmm. i know that's a little bit contradictory like know what you want position yourself so people can put you in a box once it's like me i've been put in this online box Mm. it's like on life yes Mm. and then i throw you and i do some television shit and you're like oh didn't see that coming (laughs) (laughs) exactly do you know what i mean yeah so you know um it's, the thing is that, like, um, when people put you in a box, yeah. when you do something new, it throws them off, and they're like, "Are we but like they, that?" But they, but they go, but they gonna be comfortable with the sure. drill yeah. quick, because yeah. you've they've trusted you with that yeah. box, right? Right. So, yeah. oh, okay, shit, oh, that you had, oh, okay, cool. They yeah. they gonna trust you with that. Mm, yeah. So you gotta build trust all the time, and that's mm. even if you're a musician, build trust so you can move on to the next thing and mm. sell the next story, and and I think that's what. I mean, I can. It's difficult to give an artist an artist any advice because an artist is a human being, right. and they yes. just need to take these lessons yeah. and apply them into music 
and manage your expectation. Mm. You know, yeah. there's need, there's wants, and there's expectation. Mm. Expectation of yourself and expectation of the people that like are looking to you and going, yeah. yo, you the one. Right. You know, balance those. Oh, already that's complicated. Yeah. yeah. Just seeing it already that's yeah. complicated. Yeah. Imagine yeah. going through it emotionally. Yeah. And that's how simple we get complicated. That's how simply we get depressed. That's mm-hmm. how simply we get lost. Because it's just that, is it the need? Is it a want? Is it an expectation? Oh, there's my expectation. Oh, but then there's his expectation. Oh, fuck. You know, and I also want to do this, you know. And I also need this, though, also. Already. Mm-hmm. Already. It's a conflict. Yeah. You know, so you can already see that when you get out here, you guys came here. You want to do an interview, you need this to it. This is what you expect. Mm-hmm. Already, even this, sure. every new thing gets you into a potential conflict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every new thing. It does. Even everything you do every day, especially when you start getting complacent. Yeah. 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 Fuck, we fucked. <laughs> You know? Wow. Sure. That was a power-packed um, it was. Th- discussion. Wise words. Um, Wise words. Are there any projects that we should be looking out for, um, maybe in the mental health space? Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I think my work is therapeutic already. Yeah. You know, I think speaking to artists is therapeutic. I yeah. think the personality I am, when you engage with me, yeah. I'm therapeutic, mm. right? Yeah. Um, so I feel that, like, you know, um, if I need to do anything, it will, and it needs to manifest into something tangible, sure. yeah. it will manifest. Yeah. I must enforce it. But I think I've been, I've got a gift to heal, you know, mm. through my talking mm. um, and through the things that I build, you know. Mm. Um, uh, so already, whether it's, 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 it's everyone that works with me here, you know, mm. already, you know, it you're feels. doing some type of work yeah. because I'm also allowing people to do work that, there's no other business that does what we do unless mm. you go MTV base, YFM, <laughs> yeah. or whatever the case yeah. be. Yeah. But there's not no one that does it and can say that they straight out the streets. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So I already feel that there's some therapy to what I do. Yeah. And um and I need and it's bigger than me also. Yeah. You know. So um so so with regards to that, you know, I think that um the only way I can help the world is being the best of myself. Sure. That's really the truth. The only way I can make a difference in this world Mm. is being the best of myself and balancing my need, my wants, and my expectations and Mm. and living with truth. I only need to look here to make a change here, there, everywhere else. You know? It's a big job for me. It's a big job. I I constantly need to bring myself in. Yeah. 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 Mm. It's a huge responsibility. Yeah. I think you're managing um, quite well. Though. Yeah. <laughs> before, we, before we close, so Jackie mentioned that um, she gets Joe Budden vibes from you. I get Jay Z vibes. Totally get Jay Z vibes. Jay Z? <laughs> Why Jay Z? Why Jay Z? His aura. So laid back. Yeah. Yeah, the cool collective. Yeah. I get yeah. that. Yeah, you don't have that rowdiness, that uh-uh. wildness of Joe Budden, but <laughs> I, I feel like <laughs> yeah. what you're doing is, is on the line yeah. with Joe Budden, what Joe Budden yeah. So yeah. thank you so much. Joe Bunning is not an owner, as a side note. <laughs> Ooh. That oh, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if wow. he is, he's only now. <laughs> Joe Bunning has been working for people. So. He has, he has. So, too, so um, I'll lean on you. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for your thank time. You. It's really yeah. been okay. therapeutic. It yeah. has. It really has. Yeah. And that's my job. All right. Just being yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Thank you, guys.